Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms. Apply. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You guys are going to be a little jealous, but I'm just going to sing it. What? I can see clearly now that I've hit the bong. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Were, you, were, you, were we waiting for you to clear the bomb? I'm like, yo, fuck all those obstacles in my way. I thought we had a new no bong hits before the podcast rule. Sometimes I wish Casey would walk in wearing a thong. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Because right. it would be a bright, <laughs> bright, bright sunshiny day. day. I love it. Well, I'm fortunate hey guys. enough. I'm Hi. fortunate enough to have seen um, Casey's butt during the infamous time when you um, we don't need walked to talk, around we don't, the party. We, we, we don't need to talk about that. We don't. We, we <laughs> okay. Don't we, to. You, do we have to cut that? No, we don't have to cut. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Donald um, <laughs> Donald was overserved at a scrubs party, and uh, we've told you about this. He was walking around with his shirt off. And um, showing a picture of Casey's bum um, and and bragging about how well he did um, with his with his girlfriend. There you go. Casey yep. arrived sober then, to the event. Right. Um, well, she surprised uh, me. She surprised me. She surprised Donald at the event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was came first, from. She was, she was first, out of town. She was out of town. Yes, and she thought that the height of her humiliation would be that her fiance was shirtless at the party and hammered. She was had yet to learn that he had been bragging by showing off a picture of her ass. <laughs> she married me anyway. Can you believe it? She <laughs> married him anyway. Well, you did very well. She looked so beautiful at that Easter party, which is where I think we should obviously start because the internets are going to want to know you met your hero. 
Not only did you meet your hero, you took pictures with Harrison Ford. I had a feeling this was going to come up today. Oh, really? You didn't think we would talk about (laughs) you? First of all, Casey was nervous. Casey was nervous. She's like, oh, no. He's gonna do. He's gonna drink too much and do something. Well, so no, this is well. This is what happened. I don't know why you guys waited until, like, you know, two, three hours before the party to call me. I mean, to text me and be like, "Yo, Harrison Ford's gonna be at the party. Don't fucking freak out." This is the actual text, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And I say it to Casey. I go, "Casey." Zach just told me Harrison Ford's going to be at the party and not to freak out. And she goes, what? <laughs> oh, shit. Right? She started freaking out. She starts freaking out. I immediately turn around and break down in tears. Like, oh, my God. Like. You started crying. Dude, because the moment was, it was an overwhelming moment. It was like, all right, I, I, wa- I want to be cool about this, but I don't want to be too cool. And, you know, so I get what happens to people when they meet people you know, for the first time and they break down and shit like that because it's, especially when it's out of the blue and it's unexpected because you, your emotions all of a sudden, like I've waited for this moment my whole life and what I was going to say, you know, so, at you know, I'm so happy that you texted me that three hours before because if you hadn't and he you showed had, up, you had time oh to prepare. my God. You would have been like your character when you met Lando Calrissian in the It would have been worse than Lando Calrissian, <laughs> dude. It would have been worse. And he's, you know, he's a grown man too. You know what I mean? He's, you know. He was very sweet. You know, I, I didn't know what to expect. I knew he was going to be there because um, Bill is directing a new show with Jason Siegel. And... Um, Harrison Ford is going to be the co-star, which is very exciting. Most importantly for me, because I get to direct him. I'm going to direct Harrison Ford, Donald. Whoa. Yeah, man, come on, dude. But I've directed some legends, but I mean, Harrison Ford is, uh, is up there amongst what them. Are, what, are you, what, are you, what are you trying to do right now? I'm trying, to, I'm trying, to, humble, I'm trying to humble brag. Do you mind? You can, totally you can come brag. to set and be my, um, my assistant that day. That's exactly, like. that's exactly what I want to do, Zach. That's exactly <laughs> what I want to do. You're absolutely right. Excuse me, PA Faison. <laughs> and this oat milk latte is too cold. I'm sorry, Harrison. Um, no, it was really cool. And he couldn't have been. Totally he couldn't have, he couldn't have been um, sweeter. It was dope, dude. He took. And a he was family in your photo. family pictures. In fact, he took so many family. They had a photo booth thing. This was at the Lawrence's. The Lawrence's always have a, a, a fancy Easter event, and we should shout them out. Bill and Krista for real. Yeah, Thank they you threw. For the they always throw such Thank a beautiful party. Thank you for the party. memories. For I go real. for the bunnies because you get a mimosa in one hand and a bunny in the other. And and I mean, is there anything better than that? Just a mimosa in one hand and a bunny in the other. Yeah, picture with Harrison Ford at a Easter party. A picture party. with Harrison Ford. So then, but the funny part was that like, so they had this beautiful photo booth set up with you know one of those professional companies that does it and. Harrison Ford agrees to be in Donald's shot with his family. Well, he wasn't doing anything. He was walking with his hands in his pockets, like, just like, you know, everybody had left him alone at that moment. And I called out. I was like, hey, Harrison, you want to be in our... Did the buzz? Did you have enough of a buzz to ask? Or were you sober? No, but, no, but, you know, something took over me. Like, the force was strong with me at that moment, (laughs) you know? Like, for real. And I was like, yo, Harrison, you want to take a picture with me and my family for Easter? And he was like... Uh, fuck yeah, of, uh, of course. And yeah. he comes over and he takes a picture with us. Yeah. Dude, not only does he take a picture with us, 
He takes several of them. Several. Uh, several. A lot. Yes. To the point where to the point where it was over and everyone was like, oh my God, Donald. Everyone, everyone knows how much Donald loves Harrison Ford. And everyone was in the picture was amazing and it was so great. But then there's like this moment where they're leaving and Donald's like, Oh, we should probably get one without Harrison Ford, like yeah. for, our, for our family. <laughs> and, so, and so Donald says to the photo booth guy in front of Harrison Hi. Ford, he goes, Hey, Casey, come down here. I don't know nothing about raising these fools. So tell me what to do. I don't know nothing about raising these kids. And that's what it is. We're talking about this weekend. Oh. I was talking about you and how beautiful you looked in your dress. Oh, Who made your dress? You. you should give that company a shout oh, out. Ula Johnson. Ula Johnson, ladies. Yes. Uh, was it a very pricey dress? Uh, yeah, but it was for well, you know, for a special event type yeah. thing. Well, if you're yeah. if you, I'm going to give Ula Johnson a shout out because Casey looks very, very pretty. Thank and you. We're talking about that funny moment when Donald had to say a sentence I never thought I'd ever hear Donald say. Can we take a picture without Harrison Ford? Oh my god! <laughs> Can we just say was this was that not the most amazing memory of of all time? Well, it's just so funny. Of all, as long as I've known Donald, his favorite star in the world is Harrison Ford. He's never met him. Now is he, now he's dude, we've done. He's, he's dude, the reason he became an actor. Dude, yeah. not dude. We've done shows together. I've been in the same room as him. Like we once did a Conan together and he recorded his he pre-recorded his so he wasn't there so he wasn't there i got there oh, thinking no. i'm gonna meet harrison ford and shit i'm like it's tonight and i got my stories prepared like it's conan too like so i'm ready for it i get there harrison ford's not there harrison uh, ford already pre-recorded did you still talk like, no! about him did you huh? still talk about him no we didn't talk anything we didn't say anything uh, he wasn't even but when we heard he was going to be at the party i almost aborted because Donald said he started crying literally he had tears and I was like oh god I can't we can't go I can't let you go down in flames like this I was and just worried that Donald was gonna drink too much and then like get handsy and get woozy and get crazy and get crazy <laughs> can I tell you what he said we're driving first of all we get in the car and we're pulling out I was like okay are we gonna talk about it he was like I'm mad cool I'm mad cool okay so we get home and he's like drooling over the picture looking at it <laughs> and then he said i can't believe you did this shit to me again and i said what he said you got in the middle right between the two of us in the picture it was it was just like the obama pick <laughs> i was like I was, I was like are you kidding me like he was he was angry at look me at the, look at the obama pick with me and obama casey's right in the middle of it I was like, well, look at the you, picture of me and harrison ford casey's right in the middle of it <laughs> the funniest thing be? is the one the one on from the, the photo booth, the one from the photo booth that you posted he looks like a cutout and he a does. lot of people because they know how much you love him thought like Oh, it, it was, was photoshopped or a cutout or something. But the yeah. ones I took from the side look um, look amazing. Thank God Thank you saved the you day. Took it. You Thank saved the day. First of all, how great does he look? He looks amazing, and he's so friendly. By the way, everyone then you know oh. Andrew Watt was there, and they were like, "Let's do a silly one," you know. And he was like putting the ears underneath his chin and being silly, and like he was yeah. like so so friendly and like he cool. Was amazing. He was everything. It you made would me hope. a lot less afraid to direct him, but. You know, because yeah. I was intimidated. You still got to bring your A game, man. You can't fuck around. It's Harrison Ford, bro. 
No, yeah. I always bring my A game. Do you think I ever don't bring my A game to my I'm directing just career? Thought, maybe you know I'm gonna take this on, one off. On this set, Harrison may be different. No, than but at it's the always, party, Harrison. No, of course, but it's always cool to meet someone before you, you show up on set, and you're like, "Hey, man, it was great meeting you at the party." And now yeah. let's do the show. So glad he wasn't an asshole. And yeah. we've got the the holiday card that keeps on giving. It's going to be oh, our yeah. Christmas oh card, God. our New Year's card, <laughs> our <laughs> Donald's birthday card, everything. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll see all you right, later. We got to go. Bye. Let's get into the show, everybody. Five, six, it's seven, eight. stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's the stories that you all should know. So this show is pretty funny, Donald. I laughed. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. No, I not did at not. all. All right. No, I mean Switched there were moments last week. There were moments we where I was places? like, oh, yeah. There were moments like that. I was like, oh, that's funny. But there are some classic lines in this episode that are like Scrubs classics. Well, there's one scene that I laughed at, and we'll get to it later. But that shit had me rolling, and also it was because who was in the scene as well. It's called My Perspective, um, written by the lovely and talented Andrew uh, Nissel and directed by John Putch. And um, JD's not feeling well. We don't really know. Oh, oh, he has vaso. I don't even know how to say it. Vaso. I don't know. Vasosyncopathy? Whatever it Joelle, is. You, Joelle, what? can you get the correct pronunciation for this? Yes. It, 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 it means that one can pass out while pooing. Yeah, you're nude amongst in other, most amongst of the other cold things. open. Yeah, you're nude in most of the cold opening. Yes, yeah, doughy. I didn't look too good. I wish I'd worked. No, nah, you had the. You still had the V thing on the sides. No, I didn't have sea gutters. I was not. <laughs> not, I was not <laughs> by the way, I'm yes. in Miami. We never yes, addressed yes, the fact yes, that I'm in yes, Miami. Yes, this yes. is my first live show from Miami. Do you have sea gutters right now? Um, I'm not. I don't have full sea gutters, but I'm in. But I've been working my way back to shape. Are they D gutters? Do you want to see the view from um, where where I am? Yes. Hmm. That's gorgeous. That's it's dirty windows, but that's the beach. <laughs> I don't know anyone here, though. I mean, I, I know I know Bill, uh, who's not currently in town. <laughs> Dude, you point. just did a movie with Gabrielle Union. They used to run that town. Hit her up and be like, "Yo, what's I up?" I should. Yeah, shouldn't man. I? She played your wife in that awesome movie, Cheaper by the Dozen, that yes. my daughter can't get enough of. Cheaper by the Dozen, everybody. In case you missed it, Donald, thank you for the plug. It's on Disney+. Plus. You should really watch it. I also recently learned that Garden State has an interesting uh, um, trivia about it. Not only is it on Disney+, Plus because Disney bought Fox, but it's also on uh, Amazon Prime Video. So you can watch that movie oh. I made uh, in either place. But yes, Cheaper by the Dozen with Gabrielle Union is on Disney+. Plus, and I should hit up uh, Gabby and say, where's the spot? But well, I'm not going to go to a nightclub. But you don't need to go do? to the spot. You just want to get some good food. I already you know. Wanna, I, have, I have some good restaurant hookups. You want to you hang out with some good people. I have a hookup. Amanda's got friends that have a boat. And they're going to uh, take me out on their boat. Because you know I like a boat. I mean, do you like a boat? You like a fishing boat. I mean, I love a boat. Miami is you like a boat a culture, boat. and there's boats everywhere. Yeah, but it's the cigarette boats. It's those. No, I didn't freaking, want a Miami Vice boat. Like, I want. Yeah, oh. 
No, these people have a nice boat. I'm going to go out with them and drink rosé. I like that. That sounds great. Do you want to come down for the weekend? No, bro. Please. Come on, man. Please, I'll fly you. I can't. I'm, I miss you. I, motherfucker, we just saw each other. I know, but would Casey let you fly down for the weekend and see what we get into? I got a boat. If I see what and see what you're trying to get into, I damn yeah, sure you'd be happy to know I don't have the buttons with me in Miami. But Daniel can put in what you're trying to get into. What you trying to get into? What day or soon? What you trying to do? Yo, she look. If I were to bring her up here right now, she'd be like, "Absolutely, you should go. You should totally go." But if I ask her off air, she'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I don't know. I will pay for your flight. Oh, here we go. Vasovagal syncope. Vasovagal. I think that's supposed to be a just sound, right? Vasovagal syncope. I'm sorry to all you doctors and nurses who know what that is and you're laughing at me. I'm a fake doctor. But that is a... And Joelle, can you Google or Wikipedia what it actually is? We, yeah. just, know, we just know that you can, you can pass out from pooping if you have it. Well, you're nude most of the cold open, dude. Yes. And my penis is hidden. Every time. Yes. I'm seeing Dr. Cox. I don't feel well. He's mean to me. He says, oh, look at that. You have a penis. Of course, huh? We're introduced to Milos. Odd timing with this horror in Ukraine. But I'm assuming he's from a war-torn, a war-torn area like that because right. uh, he's, he's, that seems to be what he's playing. But um, then Donald describes to me that man is the only animal that wears pants during twosies. Well, because man I, is... That's, that's true. The truth. You are speak. You are preaching truth. But we are the only <laughs> animal on this planet. With consciousness. Well, no, with, what would you that call we're, it? That wears, How would you phrase it, Daniel? That wears pants? I, I think clothing, just, just, it's I mean, local to, you know... Humans, so yes, we yes. would be the only animals. We're the, on the only animals that, that wear, wear clothing pants. by choice. I think, right? Is that yes. true? Is, no, that's yes, no. But there might is, be birds that, is, that that cover. No, their, no, no, bro. No, monkeys bro. might cover something. No, bro. There's no monkey that's like, yo, man. I'm just gonna grow a lot of hair around here because I'm ashamed of my penis and I don't want nobody to see. Right, right. There's no monkey that's doing that. Okay, so this disease or this problem is a brief loss of consciousness due to a neurologically induced drop in blood pressure and or decrease in heart rate. Before an affected person passes out, there may be sweating, a decreased ability to see, or, or ringing in the ears. Occasionally, the person may twitch while unconscious. So um, it looks like so they're having go. a seizure. Yes, so there you go. That's why. That's what happens to JD. He's got this thing. And now, they never address. We know we know that Judy has a cane because she's broken hip. We've spoken on the right. podcast. It's never addressed at all in the episode why Judy has a cane. Like, why not add a line? All of a sudden, Judy just has a cane. Yeah, out the window. Can we just add a line, guys? <laughs> Can we add a line to explain the cane? Or just no, we got a cane the whole episode. I think it's crazy that uh, huh, JD is timing his twosies around. When the neighbors go to couples counseling. Yes. <laughs> I didn't laugh at that, but I was like, oh, that's pretty clever. And they've got this spy equipment Yeah. that uh, <laughs> that Turk bought JD for... Why did you buy me spy equipment? I am not... I forget. I don't, I don't remember. <clears throat> okay. But you but, use it... <laughs> but we to, use it... To so find you, out when they're leaving. No, so that... Yeah, I guess so. 
Yeah, why do we use it when we see them leave? It, it's not really explained. We see them leave, and then why are you listening to me pooing? Because you've got it angled <laughs> yeah, on really the bathroom. Weird. Yeah, it's really weird. And then they come, they arrive. First of all, no, it's more complicated than that. <laughs> they went to. They drove and went to an, an hour session of couples counseling, and then right. drove back. So, what the fuck were you thinking while I was gone for an hour and a half? <laughs> well, I guess I'm listening to you, so I knew you were just sitting there pooing. I don't. I don't know. There's a. There's a. There's a break in the logic because why wouldn't if your friend went to go poo and he was gone for an hour and a half, wouldn't you? And this is before. But, but I also have the. I, I have the spy equipment too. Yeah, but it's not hearing anything because I'm passed out because I right. hung up my pants. So. I mean, I didn't hear you fall off the toilet either. Like, I didn't hear... Well, you may not I have got, been listening at that point. I ha- Come on, buddy. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Buzz, Donna, how is counseling? He says from the floor <laughs> naked of their bathroom. <laughs> and then, ooh, Buzz is mad. My, yeah, that's what opens. That closes the cold open. My name is Bob Kelso, and I like whores. And I love whores. No, I love whores. I love whores. And that's his example of saying... Yeah, of, that's his intro. Yeah, that's his intro. That's he's called, his intro. He's, he's called a meeting to say that we, we shouldn't be telling patients the truth. And that's an example of a truth that he's not going to tell people. You wrote it down pretty much the exact same way I did. And then, and then he goes into a whole... Then I have to go into an elaborate story of about a woman who ended up sucking on helium and, and yelled, I'll kill you, I'll bitches. Kill bitches, yeah. yeah. Because she had sucked on a helium tank from pediatrics. And then uh, and then Ted says, uh, and he goes, what's going to happen now to that woman? Because she got injured and we told her the truth. And Ted said, girlfriend's going to get paid. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the janitor's going on vacation. He's going on a custodial cruise, Donald. I smelled, I, I knew there was something fishy in Denmark from the beginning of it. I didn't realize that it was fake. Did you? I knew right away. There's no way. He, this no is an way. elaborate. You know, sometimes the janitor schemes are, are not that elaborate. This one took a lot of time and involved a wolf. Yeah, it, and it fails in the end. Spoiler yeah. alert. Hold up. Sorry. Yes. Spoiler alert. Well, I think if you end. watch the show, you watch the show. But it's a little bit like Wile E. Coyote. I mean, the janitor and I are always a little bit like Roadrunner and the Wile E. Coyote. But this one really backfires in his face. Yeah. Big time. Or like Sylvester and Speedy Gonzalez. Do you think this was a real, that was a real wolf? It just looked like a husky. It was pretty big. It was pretty big. Didn't look like a wolf. But knowing Bill, knowing Bill and his love of animals. I'm sure it was a wolf. Okay. I'm sure there was a safety meeting and everything. Okay, so Elliot is, so Elliot uh, is whining about having sex with me, but Elliot, you know, if you look back... We had really good sex. I mean, all the sex You guys had a pizza. You guys ate a whole pizza. And we banged all over the apartment, up against the wall. And, I mean, you obviously couldn't show uh, climaxing on on NBC, but I believe there was some tips of the hat to climaxing. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Elliot and JD, how great was it to see Dolly and John at the... At the yes. Easter party, at the and Easter two party, we saw the children. We saw the real JD and his wife Dolly. Who, to remind you, uh, it was not only was the show based on on uh, the real JD, but he was he and his wife were the uh, advisors, and we only see them once a year at Bill's Easter party. 
We only see all these people. We saw Johnny C, who's ripped as ever, dude. Dude, he looks very healthy. He's building a deck. He'll he's come building, on here. No, he's coming he's, on a show, by the way, guys. Yeah, but he's building <clears throat> Donald's dream. He's building Donald's wet dream in his. He's in his building year. a freaking shed for golf, like it's a golf simulator in a shed. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a golf it's, simulator. That's it's like me, it's Disneyland. Yeah, it's, it's a shed that's sole purpose is to house a golf simulator. Yeah, isn't that what you want? I mean, yeah, man. <laughs> Johnny's doing it. He's building it himself too, man. Like, but he's the real. kind of guy that can uh, do that. So, Daniel, by the way, you didn't tell us. We get all excited because Johnny C's telling us about the golf shed, and, and mm-hmm. Donald's like literally salivating at the idea of a golf simulating shed. I can't think of anything a more. Golf fucking... simulating shit. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it's called. And then he goes, "Oh, by the way, I uh, I commissioned uh, the electronics and the computer from Daniel." Mm. We're like, "What? Indeed. <laughs> How did you keep that from us? That you were that you've been commissioned to to create the correct computer?" He uh, he hit me up and said, uh, "Daniel, this is the budget I have, and uh, I just need it to do this one thing. Can we make it happen?" I was like, "Johnny, I got you. Let's do it." Wait a second. That's amazing. So you... Yeah, you 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 designed the the computer that'll be in the golf shed. Yeah, and I actually built it on stream, so you could watch it if you wanted to. Wow. Can I ask you a question, please? The one thing that it does is it just a tracker. That's it. So it's a couple different parts. One thing is an actual like unit that is like tracking his swing, but he needed uh-huh. a PC to run the whole thing. So it runs a golf simulator program, and it takes in all the data from the uh, tracker itself. And wow. uh, so that's wait a second, wait, slow down because I'm confused. Sure. If I buy a very expensive golf simulator that you see online and Donald probably looks at as he's falling asleep at night, <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a piece of hardware, no? Correct. Yeah. And then, but that has to be t- uh, tied to a PC. Correct. It not okay. only has so, to be tied to a PC, it has to be tied to a projector. It has to be tied. Like and then especially if it's, if, it's, if it's looking at his swing, if it's paying attention to its, his swing, he also has something that, like it's like if you were to go to some place like golf tech is a perfect example. Sure. Yeah, but they that probably all comes with the kit. The, the only yeah. thing the no, kit not, the kit doesn't come with, I imagine, is, not is the hard drive. Not necessarily. Usually all golf simulators, it measures it measures everything from impact. So where the ball gets hit at, right? So uh once it's hit, it, 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 the the computer tells you the angles and all of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the numbers that go up and stuff. But if you have something that's measuring how you're swinging, like his body and stuff like that, that's something completely different. That sounds so boring and and so so boring. <laughs> so is your face. But I don't have any of my buttons to play with, so you should be happy today, because um, I'm in I'm Miami. Sing it all out then. Yeah, I'm in Miami. In Benindo, I'm Miami. I don't even want to sing the songs that that are most coming to my mind these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daniel, um, yes, sir. You built the computer. I did, and you streamed it. So, mm-hmm. if people want to see, if people are geeked out about shit like that, they could yeah. go on the YouTube. So, how do they find it? They could go on my Twitch channel. Um, I might post it on uh, YouTube as well as its own dedicated computer building stream. But um, yeah, it was like an hour and a half on my. It Twitch only took stream. an hour and a half. Yeah. So I you buy all. You know what to buy, and then mm-hmm. you and you and then you just put it all together. I just put it all together. Now Johnny C's scary. I hope you did it right. Because, I think I did. Uh, I think I, I nailed wanna, it. I wouldn't want to fuck it up. No worries. I uh, I already tested it out. I actually installed all of the software on the computer before I gave it to him. So it is good to go. 
Okay. Do they have rumble packs yet? For a golf simulator? No, for like, let's say, uh, you know, Star Wars flight simulator. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it really depends on the controller you get. And again, this could be a longer conversation, but like, yeah, yeah as I'm long bored. as you get I don't it, mean, I'm, I'm bored. I, I, I'm talking about like the audience the is bored. They like don't want to hear about fucking golf anymore. Shut up! You shut the fuck about, up. You shut the fuck up. I will fucking fly home and kick your fucking ass. Coming back then. Come do it. Why come do it, come fucker. Down here for, you come here for boat day and I'll fucking push you in the water. Oh, yeah? I'll yeah. fucking come down there and I'd like to see you fucking try. This is how I fucking get there. Listen. I fucking get down there. Get to I tell my wife there. I'm coming down there, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to try and push me. But when yeah. you do, I'm going to fucking move out of the way and I'm going to push you. Yeah, and then I'm going to wrestle you in one of the bursts. <laughs> I'll yeah. wrestle you. Do you know what a berth is? No. That's a boat bedroom. Mm. I'll wrestle you on a schooner. <laughs> I'll wrestle you on a schooner. Don't you want a wave run together? I don't know like, anyone here. Wait, I'm, like, uh, like two different wave runners, right? Not yeah. like one wave runner, two different. No, we can't be on one wave runner. <laughs> That's too crazy. But I you guys would... cut to break? We're going to go to break, Joel, but I do want to say, do you think that Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union's friends are going to want to hang out with me? No, but they'll definitely point you in a direction of some place that they, you know that you can go and have a good time. You know who I ran into on the street the other day? I went to dinner with some friends that Amanda introduced me to, who are lovely, who are my new boat friends. And um, I'm walking home and some guy yells, Zach Braff. And when someone yells your name on the street, you're wary, right? Especially right. in Miami, man. Don't fuck around, dude. <laughs> They'll know. get your ass. <laughs> they will get your ass in Miami. Clack, clack, pop, pop, pop. Really? I should be <laughs> afraid of gunplay? <laughs> I didn't know. I, I didn't. I don't know think anybody's I trying to shoot you, Zach. I don't think anybody's I, trying to come after you. Well, They'll I, see I, your no. ass now. Click, click, clack, clack, click, click, pop, pop, pop. Bam! Well, I was not. Listen, I got a welcome package. It did not include be careful of gunplay. I. <laughs> Motherfucker, you in Dade County. Click, click, clack, clack. All that shit talking you was talking about, DeSantis, here they come. Click, clack, poop, pop, 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 pop. But as I, in South Beach, that's where I am. I don't want to be clop, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. Anyway, so I turn around because it's hard to not turn around when someone says your name. I mean, try it. It's hard. But even though you know it might be uh, a fan you, or it might be right. just a drunk person, you just don't know. But I instinctively turned around, and it was Baron Davis. What? And I'm friendly with Baron Davis. Do you know who he is, Donald? I don't. He's a sports Baron Davis. He's a sports player. <laughs> You're fucking well, around. Who does he play for? He used to soccer? play. <laughs> He's he a soccer to, player? He used to play basketball for one of the L.A. teams. I don't know What's which he, one. What, team, what, what L.A. team did he play for, Zach? <laughs> I'm going to guess. Because you said you're friendly with him. What <laughs> L.A. team did he play for? I was friendly with him after he retired, mm. but I believe it was the Lakers. You believe wrong. Clippers. I do know who fucking Baron Davis is. <laughs> ha ha. It was a trick fucking answer. You don't really know him. I do know him, but I know him from after he retired. Um, he... Um, he's, uh, went to high school with Kate Hudson and, and Kate Hudson used to have oh. really fun game nights and he was really always the game nights and he was fun and he was awesome and we were, became friends and I haven't seen him in years but there he was giving me giving me a warm hug that's awesome what would you guys do did you guys did we should have exchanged numbers maybe I'll get his number from Kate and I'll have a friend ooh 
I mean, you guys didn't go to the club. I'm not really a going to the club kind of guy. These these this this stage, you know, forty seven. Miami. I don't want to be at the club. Motherfucker, it's Miami. There's a bunch of motherfuckers your age at the club. What are you talking about? No, I don't want to be at the club. It's I want to Miami. go to a nice. I want to go to a nice restaurant. I want to be at the beach. I don't want to be at <laughs> everybody. Sparklers everybody. and shit. It's like it's like it's like Brazil, man, in Miami, ain't it? Like every. I know it's just not my thing Your dentist is at the party. No, you know what I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm not into that. Listen, in Miami. You know, like you know, when back in the day, we used to be into like bottle service, and they bring you like champagne with a sparkler in it. I can't think of anything less interesting. Keep it one hundred. Nobody was in the bottle service unless that shit was for free. Keep it one hundred. Keep it one hundred. And they bring that. it's your birthday, and they bring like the sparklers, and they dance around, mm-hmm. and they that's give you the, a bottle. That's the so only stupid. time you're in the bottle service is when it's like free. That's that shit's it. so stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. We did it. We participated. But oh my god! Ha- but at hashtag, but at hashtag forty seven forty eight. We're too old for that bullshit. Cut to me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Check them IG I'm stories later. Live forever. No, that's not gonna happen. All right, we're gonna go to break, and we come back. We're gonna talk about how you can pass out when you poop. Did you know that forty six percent of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term supply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash real friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. We're back. You promised um, them we'd talk about how you could pass out when you poop. Well, be careful. It's a thing. It's a real thing. So when you're pooping, make sure you're holding on. <laughs> Just hold on. We're going home. Do you check uh, the toilet paper, Donald, as you're wiping yourself? Yes, to see? everybody does. I'm told that some don't. Why? How do you uh, know how much is left? You check. I don't know. Gauge. I just you got to gauge by what you got to gauge. You got to gauge by what's on there. Yeah, I'm told that some people just go with God and trust. Mm. A trust. lot of those people got itchy butt. <laughs> they got itchy butt or burn butt. Yeah, I don't know about that. They got burn right. butt. Anyway, um, <laughs> Elliot's whining about sex with JD. I spoke about that. That was bullshit. Carla has a cane that's not explained. The pan race, what the fuck was that? But Elliot uh, also wished her teacher had hit on her. Oh, there's a fun fact about the pans. Those weren't real pans. Those are because it would be almost impossible and you'd yeah. slip and bust your ass. Yeah. I, I don't know if Johnny O made it, but somebody made uh, soft. Were they foam? Yeah, they were made out of foam. And we ran on in that yeah you would have slipped your fucking you would have ass. cracked your head open there's a lot of scrubs wiki on this episode let me tell you some things um <sighs> what did i learn what did i learn um the toddtime.com which is no longer active of course i, I he's wearing that shirt and it, it went to it used to go to a website of him just in a banana hammock <laughs> flexing his muscles <laughs> But if you want to see it, um, apparently go to Scrubs Wiki and there's a link to something called the Wayback Machine, which will enable you to see um, Rob shaking his ding dong around. It's um, very funny. Can I ask you a question, Zach? Yeah. Are you getting like good room service right now? No, because I'm I'm in a condo. I don't have. I'm not in a hotel, so I don't oh, okay. have like. Why? Why asking that of all things? I got the munchies, bro. <laughs> anyway, um. Oh. All right. Well, um, what's what what what's the strand of uh, a weed that you uh, are enjoyed? Maybe those of us, those of our listeners who like weed, might be curious to know what it's called. This one was called Animal Face. Oh, Animal Face. Okay, yes. Animal well, Face. If you're yes. interested in Animal Face, uh, Donald highly recommends it. No pun intended. Um, here are some other things from the. Um, so okay, so that that fantasy where I'm Frankenstein's monster. Now, everyone, let's make sure we're clear. Frankenstein is the doctor. That was the be- that was where I laughed. That's the one time I laughed. Donald, out loud. are you wait, Donald? That's not Frankenstein. <laughs> that's Frankenstein's monster. No, I know that. Of course, it's Frankenstein. Fran- okay, well, all I'm saying is, if you're one of those people out there still calling that thing Frankenstein, no, Frankenstein's the doctor. It's okay. Well. Anyway, the angry mob that that and I'm like Patrick I'm like listen, Bolton. I'm really not into fire. The main guy who I'm arguing with because you um, ate his sister. Because I ate his sister. You is, either ate his sister or his daughter, one of them. Is Patrick Bolton? Didn't we have Patrick on? I forgot. 
There's so many shows. I don't think we, we did. we've been talking about it forever. I don't know if we oh have. God! We should have Patrick Baltimore. Joel, we got. It. I mean, we're in season six. This shit's almost over. We should have. We should have Patrick Bolton on for sure. <laughs> Patrick Bolton was our best friend on the show. Yeah. So he's a set dresser on the on set dresser, which is um, the, the the person who's um, decorating the set and moving stuff around. While you know, they'll say it's a it's a tricky position and a hard position because everyone's always yelling your name and always. Patrick, we got to get this desk out of here so we can put the camera here. Well, he really only had two specialties. You know what I mean? Well, Patrick figured out that he could put everything on wheels, which was smart because they didn't give much of a budget to have a coworker. So what happens when you're on a set and they're like, get this couch out of here, Patrick, we're putting the camera here. Like, what is he supposed to like drag a couch by himself? So because they barely ever paid for him to have an assistant, he just, he figured out that he put everything on we on hidden wheels. <laughs> yeah. It was his specialty. Yeah, we made up a song. It was like, it's me special. He was, he was English, so we were like, it's me specialty. Oh, the other thing he had to do was set the clocks. Because yeah. the clocks on set are, don't have batteries in them, right? Otherwise, it will be moving during the scene and the continuity would be off. Mm. So you always have to be like, hey, what time is it in this scene? And the set dresser's responsibility is to set the time of the clock. So the song went, it's me specialty. Dealing with clocks and wheels. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love Patrick. We have got a, we had a lot of fun with Patrick. Oh, we've and... had some we've had some of the best times of my life with Patrick. Yeah, in and Vegas, and his... sev- several times in Vegas with yeah, Patrick. Yeah, we've partied, we've partied oh my with him. Gosh. He's a great guy. I, he's still, I think, um, might work on one of Bill's shows or Randall's shows, but he's a great guy. I run into him every now and then. Like there was one time I was trying to get, I mean, he, he declined to do it obviously, but I wanted him to be on the X's. Like they had him day play for once. And I thought he was so great. We had a great set dresser too. Denise was amazing, but, uh, but she was, I, I don't know if she was gone. I don't know what it was, but he came in and he was, and I was like, dude, it's an opening. You should come in. He's like, nah, I don't want to do this shit. But I fucking would have loved to hang out with Patrick. He was actually, you know, there's, we talk, we talk about how great the crew is and all of that stuff. But it's rare that you make like a honest to goodness uh, friend that you want to hang out with on the crew. Like on set, you guys make each other laugh, you know. But on Scrubs, we had quite a few people on yeah. the crew that just, you know, we had poker nights together. We had, you know, yeah, we all got Patrick, really close. We got really close. Well, Patrick it's rare. It's them. rare, especially now that you'd ever do a fucking nine years of people. And we just got, became so close to these people. And, and, and it also goes to say not the tutor on horn, but Donald and I are the most like, you know, some people were like, Oh, Hey, Hey, how are you? Donald and I are the opposite of like, you know, we, we chill with the crew. We do everything with the crew. We had lunch with the crew. We, we we partied with the crew. We had a blast. Yeah, man. We now, one hard. thing that's been one thing that's been so weird about the COVID and filming is you, there's just no contact at all with the crew because everyone's got masks on and, and you and you don't really have much of a of a um, interaction. Although, you know, although, I'm going to be honest with you. I try on everything that I work that I've worked on since COVID started to still try and be as fun as I possibly can be on set without being disruptive. You know. Um, it's just tricky though because like the, with the mask, it's hard to even know who people are. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I still try and I try and do it, man. You know, because you know, as an actor, we're there for such a little, you know, such a little bit of time. The crew but works the so much harder, so much harder than the actors do, and so you know, 
I get it. You know, to come in and be like, oh my God, I've been here for like four hours and, and, and I haven't worked. And to think that they've been there for that time plus whatever well and we get and, and the actors get breaks like the crews like there's not a lot of downtime for the crew and yeah. uh so there's our shout out to the amazing hard-working people in the film industry um i um get handsy with myself this is the first time i think that we see that i, I that i get handsy with myself when i get drunk when I you're forgot. drunk <laughs> yes i think that was that something that I forgot if that's come up before. It's a runner, but I, but that's pretty funny. You reveal me, you know, you think it's going to be the standard handsy, like you're getting gropey with, with a woman, but I'm, I'm actually groping myself. Yeah. This was one of my favorite jokes of the the show too. Billy Ocean, love on the run. Ah, Billy. After the Arctic and Pacific, you're my favorite ocean. <laughs> After the Atlantic. I think it's, is it the Arctic or the Atlantic? I don't know. Whichever way works with either one. After the Atlantic or Pacific, you're my favorite ocean. Yeah. Well, JD's hammered um, and handsy, and Elliot told him to not drive his scooter home, so he walks it home. But because he's got the key in the, <laughs> the key ignition, ignition, so he can play a radio that certainly does not exist on a Vespa, but we'll accept that as. Uh, Creative license. The janitor's very elaborate scheme, this is part two, is that he passes the payphone. The same cop arrives. Did you call saying there was a wolf, right? Am I getting this right? Yeah. And, and JD says, no, I know it looks like it, but I just answered the phone. It wasn't me. And the guy says, well, you're, you've got the key in the ignition. I'm going to have to give you an SUI, which is scooting under the influence. <laughs> Which I don't think a cop would really do. Do you? Yes. You do think <laughs> oh, that? shit. Yeah. Oh, 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 Joel from nowhere. Joel, love to hear the story, please. Joel, he uh, was, he jo- was... has a clean record. Okay, let's just set this the record straight, first of all. Uh, but also many officer, police officers in my family. And uh, they tell very off-the-book off stories later. And yes, for sure, if, they, if you... If they feel your copping attitude with them, no, no, no. I'm saying the guy, like JD, isn't driving the scooter. It's on next to him, which I guess looks pretty darn suspicious. If you if you're drunk and you have keys in the ignition, that's absolutely a law in some places. That's a DWI. You don't have to be in a moving vehicle. Well, there you go. I got an SUI scooting under the influence. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, the funny thing was that when the cop goes, have you been drinking, sir? And then they cut to me groping myself. <laughs> Getting handsy with myself. Did you check? Did you peep the old school quick time screen? With the, yeah. With the. Yeah. With the, and and, um, and they had a yeah, uh, Scrubs Wiki jammer. had a thing about that. For those of you who like fuck ups. Um, um, da, 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 da. In the janitor's email to Ted, the to and from lines are both the uh, the same name. Someone named Ellen. So somebody fucked up there. Also, another fuck up. When Turk draws an incision line on Private Dancer, he draws it on the right side of his abdomen. A couple of camera views later, the line is on the left. Somebody fucked up again. Sorry. Ain't Was that a real scar? No, on, but they did a good job, whoever did it. No, on Milosh at the end when he's in the rain yelling. I don't know, but what was that about? That was so weird. <laughs> Why is, it's like the Shawshank Redemption child. Right. Why is Milosh doing the Shawshank Redemption But screen? it's not rain, it's 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 Kelso holding the Yeah, but why, is Kelso, why is Kelso holding the hose on him? I don't know. He's, he's, <laughs> Storyline got cut. Yeah, it's like this will build character. Something like this will build character for later or some shit like that. I, like I, I know, but I don't understand. I, I guess Milos is Kelso's new protege. Well, you know, it's interesting because I run into that guy. I, I run into the guy who plays Milos. I used to, I should say, when I would go into Hollywood and go into the coffee bean. I think this is, might be the only episode that he's in, dude. It's either Milos? this one, yeah, I think it's this one, or maybe one more after this. But that's it. 
And we used to talk because we had a lot of fun making this shit and having the and having the back and forth that we had. But this was it. They were trying to clearly trying to give you a new nemesis because you needed a new surgical nemesis. Right. It wasn't why, Milos. I don't know why Milos didn't hang out. That shit was hilarious. Him in the rain. What about <laughs> what about me hilarious. in what about me in prison putting my oh, pants up man. to poop? Dude. <laughs> and then I join a gang. And you beat someone into a gang I, also. I, you I, beat, I initiate them by, yeah. by kicking them and saying, you, you like that, you punk ass bitch? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, JD's time. So now, JD, yeah, now JD's gang affiliate, affiliated. But, but his whole time in the Slammer, a lot happened. He, he, he took his pants off to poop. In front of. In front. <laughs> and he passed out because of his condition. In front of a bunch of cellmates. He didn't do it. He did this shit in fucking central booking. He didn't do this shit in fucking, uh, in, he did this shit in like the tombs where they hold you before the court. Before so you horrible. go to court. Yeah, before you go to court. Oh, I can't Jay- even poo. I, I, I can't even poo if there's a line of, of, of those of stalls and someone else is, is doing it. Oh, man. I remember. I got I to I gotta leave. I got to leave and go to another bathroom. I had a because friend the second in high I hear someone, the second I hear someone like making noises, I I I get very very self conscious. I had a friend in high school who had no problems pooping in. I mean, sorry, in junior high school who had no problems pooping in the in the in the bathrooms, the public school bathrooms. And if yeah. if anybody who went to public school, you know how fucked up those bathroom oh, toilets yes, are. Yes, so gross. Shit, that's the fucking nasty. And the toilet shit paper. Remember the toilet paper? Oh my it was, god! I don't know about your school, but mine wasn't even like a roll because, of course, the kids would fucking do shit with the roll. Mm-hmm. So right. they were like little slips of yeah. almost cardboard. It wasn't you cardboard, to, but try and pull it off, and yeah. it would just break and break and break, and you had to pull for like so just to get a nice little cushion to wipe your ass. With. I don't think I ever pooped in 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 public school. Never in my life. I had a buddy who had no problem doing that shit. Yeah. No problem doing that shit. And I'd be like, "Man, you are bugging. There's no Well, way. JD poops in prison naked. No um, with no problem, with no yeah, issue. But then we don't really see how he got initiated. Is it the same ritual? Did JD get kicked on the ground and his stomach They were so head? impressed. By him pooping. Oh, you're saying he got to skip that because yeah, they, they were, were so- like, man, that's hardcore, dude. <laughs> they were like props to him. That's for that. fucking hardcore, yeah. Uh, Milos was played by Benjamin King, and this was his only appearance. Joel tells us, Benjamin, you you got you got done dirty. They did you dirty, but you were funny. You were very funny. He's done. He's gone on to do other television. I got shows I got more questions. Like I got more questions about the character of Milos, like. No, I mean, it seems like there was more to mine there. Do you know when he was filling in his name on the whiteboard because he'd replaced you and he kept doing his, his last name all long and long? And he's like, I'll come back and finish later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then Cox tells you that uh, fuck what Kelso's saying. You don't lie. You you draw your own personal line of of when you're going to be blatantly truthful and and when you're going to white lie a bit, right? Isn't that the message that Cox is saying to you? Yeah, I guess so. And Mikey Weston's back, by the way. It took yes, us the and whole Mikey. episode. It took us the whole episode to talk about it. But Michael I'm sorry, Weston. Michael Weston's back as private dancer, and um, he's having short-term memory loss. Um, and you're there, uh, and you're honest with him. You say you got C's, and he that's why he has you replaced with Milos. And then I tell him again at the end, dude. Yeah, I got C's. I was an average student. But then I give him the 
I give him more of my truth, I guess. Yeah. When I when I decided to be a doctor, I changed my I changed my attitude and I switched shit up. Which is I mean, which is great. I don't know that many doctors that would do that shit for you, you know, to be honest with to, to well, be I don't think any you. doctor would say I used to get C's. No one wants nah, to hear that. Man. No, no, no one wants to hear I don't that. Think, no, you don't have to be that honest. No. I don't want to hear that shit. If I ask you that, I'm asking you for you to so you will be like, I am the best. I fucking graduated magnum cum laude it's like when you're an actor and you're like um they're like and you and you ice hockey you play ice hockey right you're like of course yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. we did you, a scene you know we, how to double dutch absolutely oh double dutch is my thing that's i would no they, they, no they, they, they love you for, they, they loved you for the acting part and now like and, and 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 your resume is accurate you do double dutch right oh yes no yeah oh yes <laughs> Uh, there's never been a Dutch I've ever not doubled. So um, th- I laughed when um, when Ted is putting in his password and he says, all right, turn away. And you guys turn away and he's like, alligator three. <laughs> <laughs> JD is taped to the ceiling for two hours. Dude, how do you fall for uh, How do you fall? He told you in the beginning that it was going to happen. I know, but he tells you before. How did he they do that? You, Ted is not very he strong. He does the straight up freaking. No, I wasn't uh, paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. Remember, he right, says, "I'm telling right. you this because you've already zoned out." But my 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 question, Donald, is. But then at the, the end, you say, I, "He told me about this, and I still fell for it." At my point end, is, is my point is, according to the story, I was duct taped to the ceiling by Todd and Ted. How did they pull that off? They needed somebody's help. Well, they no, either the Todd, needed. The Todd they, is. I just don't know, man. Yeah, you know, because you'd be if you're wrestling with the Todd, you'd become very oily, and you'd yes. be able to get away. Obviously, yes, maybe I would have slipped. And if out you're of his raising, grasp. and if you're wrestling with Ted, the same thing. He's kind of sweaty. He's kind of sweaty. So maybe they got Crazy Eyes Mario involved, or uh, maybe, or what's his name? Who we never see anymore. He was big. He could have helped. And they weren't in. The, they aren't oh, no, in the brain probably, trust. You mean Troy? Troy could have easily helped. Troy would have freaking killed you, though. I know, but they got me. He up would have there. snapped. He would have snapped your neck straight up, like freaking uh, what's it What's the uh, mice and men? He yeah. would have snapped your neck like, like the that. bunny, like the bunny, yeah, like the bunny. No, Listen, like the, the like rabbits. the girl at the end. Oh, oh, with the girl. Yeah. Well, spoilers if you haven't seen the mice and men. All right, listen. <laughs> um, the best part of the whole episode occurs at this moment. When JD is duct taped to the ceiling of the cafeteria, we learn that Colonel Doctor is Lloyd's father. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 There was not nearly enough made out of that. I mean, what yeah. is their story? You know how nowadays on, on TV shows they go off and they do an episode that's like nothing about the main characters, like off into a they I would love an episode about what it's like in Colonel Doctor and Lloyd's lives. That's a good, that's, you know what? That's actually a great idea. Fans, what's yes. a good, what's a great one offer that you would love to have watched? And I don't want to hear about legal custodians. I don't yeah. want to hear about Dr. Acula. Yeah, not, not doc, all of the, not all of the, not ones. all the obvious ones. Let's get, let's get obscure. Let's get abstract. Let's get freaking artistic with it yeah and, please for the and love of dive God. in and dive in all right what is a one-off you would have loved to have seen? yeah what's a one-off that doesn't involve you know um the main characters that you would have liked uh they're gonna i know what they're all gonna say 
Alamo pool party. Alamo's pool party. Mm. Oh God, I would have loved to see. I've, I, I, but I, I now learned that an above ground pool doesn't necessarily mean that, like, you could have a deck, and that's considered an above ground pool. The best it thing doesn't... I learned about having a Loma on is that she never knew anything about that because she only read her parts. She never read the full scripts. So mm-hmm. she had no idea what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> See, you did the same thing, except you're in every fucking scene. All right. Um, JD falls, and he falls because he's so angry because a young man can't figure out how to get JD's hairstyle. And he finally wriggles out, falls to the ground, and he goes, for the love of God, moose and twist. And twist. <laughs> and then yeah. walks off. I don't use moose for what it's worth. The real secret when, is not washing your hair, if you want to know. So just dirt, mud. Well, it's just grease. And then you got to use some products. But the best thing for, for, for that hairstyle, if you like it, is not wash your hair. I mean, you wash with water. You just don't shampoo. That's what's up. Um, okay, and then the boy who cried wolf, the uh, the, the wolf mauls uh, the janitor. That's what he gets. Yeah, that's what he gets. That's what he, put, he, he gets. puts so much work and time into that into that into that prank. Mm-hmm. This hospital must be filthy. It reminds me, you know, it's really weird because I watched a movie that's very similar to Spoiler Alert coming. Did you watch the Batman? Uh, no. Yes. No, Joel. It did, took I'm me sure. like three. It took me three days to watch all of it. Wow. It is not that long. Oh my gosh. It took me three days to watch all of it. <laughs> but did your heart jump out of your chest when they introduced the Batmobile? Coolest scene ever. No. You know. Stop it. No, uh, it's uh, a muscle car for Batman. Yeah, no doubt. It was a good. Cool. It was. You, look, I liked it for. I liked it, but I liked it for different reasons, man. Because because then when it jumps into an action movie. Then it's like, ah, man, I didn't, uh, that's not what I want anymore. But because they made it such a great detective movie and great, you know, murder mystery type situation, I was way more into that. And then all of a sudden it becomes a superhero movie. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't need a, you know, I'm fine with him just being some regular vigilante. You know, it was, it was, it was. But that's that, a good that, note, Donald Faison. That's a good studio. Damn, did you see it? I have not yet. Yeah, I have I no interest. Not. I'm sorry, everybody. It's okay. But on the other, on the exact polar opposite side, I'd like to remind those of you who like the polar opposite side of things to go watch uh, the worst person in the world. Ah, because it's I can't I can't stop thinking about how good it is. Great. So if you were just listening to Donald and you zoned out, um, go watch Worst Person in the World. And for all, all right. of those who were, do we have a caller? Oh, let's bring them in. I got, I got, goose, yes, I got goosebumps last week's call. Oh, go to break. We're going to break. We come back with a caller. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, everybody. Go ahead, Donald. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Dave Nimzura! Thunder's applause, Daniel. Dale, you'll have to do Thunder's applause this time because I don't have my button. Dave, how are you? Welcome to the program. I'm great. How are you guys? We're, we're, we're happy. You know, Donald's in his closet. I'm in Miami. We can't complain. We're, That's we're, awesome. I can complain. I can complain. <laughs> Donald's given me an idea. I have no friends down here. He says that I should call Gabrielle Union and thus Dwayne Wade and say, hey, guys. That would be a I good meet, idea. Can I meet your friends? I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it, and and and, and Baron Davis too, Donald. Well, they probably have a good night out planned. 
And what and what sport did Baron Davis play again? Hockey. <laughs> um, welcome to the program, Dave. How are you? Where are you Thank calling you. us from? I am in a closet in New Jersey. Oh, oh, so were lots of people when I was growing up. Ba-doom. I'm in an IT closet. Oh, I see. you're in okay. IT, huh? Same. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Dana loves putting computers together. You guys yes. could probably talk all about sorts of things. Oh, I bet we could. Like all putting day. together golf simulators. <laughs> Don, uh, Daniel, are you Shut ever called upon to do soldering? Oh man, I tried that a couple times. It is uh, that is beyond my pay grade. That is okay. A lot. Dave, do you know how to solder? I know how, but it's very difficult. Okay, I want to learn how to solder. Very precise. It looks cool when it people solder. Cool. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, it's fun to do. Just really, really hard. Yeah. Okay, Dave. So, what do you do in IT? What kind of IT stuff do you do? Uh, I perform. I do computer support for a state agency. Okay. And do you ever get to the computer and you're like, this idiot, I can't believe what they've done to their computer. Um, A, I can fix this with one button and B, look at their desktop. What a mess. That's like 80% of my job. (laughs) I know. I'm that guy with the full desktop. Right, Donald? You just, you just, you just drag everything to your desktop well i feel like if i if i put it elsewhere it's going to get lost so i prefer it on the desktop i know i can find it on the desktop and that's how the computer gets viruses is that, is that what it is does that slow the computer down uh dave no nah. okay now as long as you know where everything is you're fine right, dave good. why does porn slow the computer down that's what i want to know because <laughs> that has viruses <laughs> yeah got it it can yeah yeah, are there any sites? Are there any sites that Dave don't is not have here viruses? to tell you which porn sites to go to, Donald? He works for a state agency, bro. for God's sakes. He would um, know, though. Yeah, Dave. Um, do you recommend um, any any Pornhub or? Oh my God! No, we're not talking about those sites, <laughs> oh, Donald. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got Get it, the it. guy fired. What about BBC? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Because I've been using the site bbc.com. Is that a good one, Dave? No, I'm just kidding. Ooh. All right, Dave. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dave, do you have a question for us? I do. Uh, I, I've noticed that like, when, when actors have a successful sitcom, they're reluctant to ever go back to that world. If you two were ever offered the opportunity to do a primetime sitcom again, would you at least consider it? Absolutely. Um, yes. I think you mean you mean you mean the most common question we get scrubs or any show? Any show. It doesn't have to be scrubs. Yeah, I Absolutely. think so. Yeah. I think so. It depends. A lot of factors go into it. And and the main one is that it's a high class problem. Being a lead in a half hour comedy like this kind of takes over your life. Um so you have to choose you have to not and there's nothing against working hard, but some people go, gosh, I don't know at forty seven if I want to work fourteen hours a day, twelve hours a day. Um and then other people go, hey, I have 900 kids. I got to go do that. <laughs> but for me, if- I wouldn't. For me, my answer is no to a normal um, network show because I personally at 47 don't want the next chapter of my life to be tied to something for many, many years for 14 hours a day. I'd like to do other things like direct and explore Earth and maybe have a family. It also depends on what it is. Like, I'm not going to go and do a television show just for shits and giggles, even though, the, I mean, if it sucks and the paycheck is big, I would like to be a part of something that's, you know, uh, that that is one, successful, 
and uh, two, a lot of fun to do. And so if those if those variables are in play, absolutely, I have no problem going back and doing a television show. Would it be Scrubs again? Probably not. I don't, you know, I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I love Christopher Turk. I love JD. I don't necessarily want to play Christopher Turk. You're going to play Christopher you know? Turk in some capacity. This is our standard answer. But more of like a eight, eight, eight to ten episodes sort of like one-off kind of thing. Not not uh, network, which which is which is up to... Well, when we were doing sometimes 24 a year, I don't even think anybody does that anymore. So again, we were young actors and, and we're blessed to have the opportunity. You just, just, you look at things differently when you weigh like time with your family, time to, time to create a family, um, time, you know, you, you, you look at things differently um, at 47 and 48 than you would. Uh, the other answer I would say is that a lot of those people, if they've been on a long running show, they, they've, they've made a nice nest egg and they, they can make choices that are based on what they want to do with their life. You know, make an independent movie or direct movies or go play golf and tennis like Donald sometimes does. Well, yeah. Also, when you do, a lot of people don't know this, when you do sitcoms, the schedule is very, very lax compared to doing something like Scrubs where it's a, where it's, you know, uh, a single camera thing. So a sitcom, you only have one day of filming, maybe two days of filming, and the rest is just rehearsal. So you can have some sort of life in between. When I was doing the X's after Scrubs, the schedule for the X's compared to Scrubs, and I listen, I'm number three on the call sheet on Scrubs, uh, and I worked way more than I did on Scrubs than I did on the X's as far as hours go. On the X's, we came in, we had a table read, and then we had and then we had the day off. The next day we maybe rehearsed a couple of scenes, then we had the day off. The third day we rehearsed, and then we had and then the day was off. Then we blocked the next day, and then that was the end of the day. Maybe pre-shot something. And then on Friday we shot a whole show. You know what I mean? And that's why that, some actors are um, are drawn to that lifestyle. But there's fewer and fewer of those sort of live in front of a studio audience kinds of shows because they're not very fashionable these days. Which is a but that compared to a single, count, single camera. Oh, really? Single. Well, we all grew up on them, uh, Dave. We agree with you. But um, and of course, you know, Friends is probably the most popular sitcom of all time, and people love that. And Seinfeld, you know, and not to Dude, mention. Dude, I remember his, the Honeymooners, man. Do you remember? The no, I'm just saying that like people, they come in and out of fashion, and right now there's not that many of them because they're not very popular, the, as popular these days. It's you know what it's gonna you know what it's gonna take is for it to come on something like HBO Max. Or something like that, and it'd be a little bit racy, and but still be funny. That's it's a good gonna, idea. Someone should someone should do like an R-rated sitcom. That'd be amazing. Yeah, well, yeah, R-rated, not X-rated. R-rated. Well, maybe I never watched Ashton Kutcher's. Was his R-rated? Because his was on Netflix. I don't know. I never watched. Right. It was not R-rated. All right, but Joel, don't you think that's a good idea? Um, you're uh, like a R-rated sitcom. I would definitely check it out because he doesn't love families behaving badly, you know. No, it doesn't have to be a family. It could be like, you know. Well, no, you want it to still have its tradition, the traditional sitcom feel to it. So no, it could it be definitely... like Friends, but instead of like keeping it PG, it's R. Right. Fuck you, Joey. See? How, How funny would that, that be? be? Well, it would be more like sex. In the, it would be more <laughs> yeah, like sex. sex in the, too. Sex in the city, I'm saying. It would be more like that. Abbott Elementary is definitely bringing a comeback. Is that a studio audience? But is that it, that looks it's like it's single enough. camera? It looks like it's also single cam, though, too. It is, Joel, isn't it? I'm not sure. Is there a laugh track? There's not a laugh track. No, it's single camera. But that show, everyone's talking about that show. 
so damn good. I can't speak to it because I haven't seen it, but it is. I haven't seen it old. either, but I love the. I love. Do you the... like it, uh, Dave? I haven't seen it yet. It's getting a lot of buzz. A lot of buzz, buzz, I'll buzz. Go check it out. All right, Dave. What's your next question for us, my friend? Uh, my next question would be: So you two have incredible comedic timing, just well, amazing. Uh, well, I agree on on my front. Yeah, thank you. Just just watching the show, the back and forth between you and the other cast is just crazy. Is that something you guys would work on, or is that something that came naturally? Ooh, yeah, both a combo of both. I mean, we make yeah. each other we make each other laugh. I mean, all the time. You know, we're at a giant Easter party the other day, and and there's like a hundred people there. We just sit standing next to each other, making each other laugh. We a we, bunch of comedy writers too. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> no, but um, you know, we just we just we have the same sense of humor, and, we, and um, but of course, also when you watch the show Scrubs, we've what was so great about the environment that Bill created, and I know I mentioned this before, was you know after we got what was written um, well, he would let us fuck around, and that's where a lot of great stuff came from that people love. Like Eagle is the most obvious example. It's just, I was just fucking around. You and, smell um, like an athlete. You smell like an athlete. You smell like a father figure, yeah. <laughs> you know, shit like that. We would just, we would just riff. And, and sometimes it would be like, if you were the person setting up the punchline, they would just keep setting you up and you would just keep saying punch different punchlines. And sometimes, and, and then a writer would come by and go, Oh, try this. And you try this. And then, and then I'd say to Donald, if it was, it was a, he shot his, Ooh, try this. And he'd try that. And, and that way, when the editor and Bill, who has the final say, are watching it, they have like eight options, and it's just like which one makes you laugh the most. And it's it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of a cool way to shoot because you can you can just keep playing and being silly and looking for um, the funniest the funniest version. It was also great. Tra- we were very young, so it was great training for us to learn how to do that as well. You know, uh, we talk about we 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 talk about how uh scrubs changed our lives but it, it not only did it change our lives it taught us how to tell jokes you know how to you know uh, uh my iq coming out of as far as uh film and television and stuff like that goes coming out of scrubs was i mean we did it for nine years was amazingly higher than uh it was going in and it was because we taught each other so much you know uh yeah and also yeah like he said it was like it was like the best boot camp ever you know for me as a director it was a great greatest boot camp ever because every episode had a different director and you were like watching so many people and the comedy writers were so skilled and seeing how they would come up with jokes and it was it was like the best nine-year grad school someone could ever have yeah walking out of it i felt i was very confident it's time it. for Closeted People in New Jersey's favorite segment. It's time to fix your life. Garden State Edition. So how can we fix your life today? All right. I could use some time management help. I work a full-time job. I'm a father, married, and uh, I'm also going to college. 
dude. And, wow. And my life is like crazy right now. I have nothing, no free time. <laughs> Wow. You did it to yourself, buddy. You did it to yourself, bro. You're welcome, you, Dave. You're yeah, welcome. you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> well, so how many kids? Just one. Okay. And, and how old? He is 16. Okay. So he doesn't really want to hang out with you that much, right? You would be surprised. Oh, you must be a cool dad. You must be a cool I dad. Yes, I got a stage four clinger. <laughs> nice. Well, that's a great thing. Nice. That means you're a good father. So I think you just have to schedule. I mean, Donald obviously can weigh on, on the father, the parenting thing because I don't know anything, but I am probably a better schedule than Donald. And that is, um, there's an old expression. If you want to get something done, give it to a busy person. And that's really scheduling it down to the moment um, and, and sticking to it. I'm going to I'm going to go see a movie with my son at this time. Make sure he's make sure he's free. Okay, that's locked in. I got work here, so we know this is here. I have to study for my class here. I got to take my wife to dinner on that night. You, if you're going to be as busy as you are, you can't do it. You can't wing it, bro. You can't. You cannot wing it. You got to get like I, I don't like you know iCal. Uh, I I get a written calendar. You know, you can buy one of those like um, desktop big ass ones, mount it on your wall or keep it as a, a, a desktop thing and just really get super anal with what is happening where. And you obviously have to work it out with your son, work it out with your wife. You know what you're with. You know what your work hours are. Um, you know how much time you need to study in order to do school. But if you're going to take on as much as you had, there's no possible fucking way you're not doing it without a very detailed schedule that you actually stick to. Donald, uh go. Do do you uh is there a light at the end of the tunnel or is it just you're gonna do this for the or you just or is this what you're gonna set to do forever? No, the the light's gonna be I'm I'm trying to blow through the classes as quick as I can. Right on. What are you and studying so first of all? Yeah. Uh I'm getting my, my degree in IT. Got my it. Bachelor's. Okay. And that'll help you get a better job, I imagine. Yes. Okay. Or at least a promotion at this point. All right, good. Nice. So what's cool about it is that, that, that there is a there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Once you bang it all out, you can you you'll have some of those things off your plate. You'll have a job with a better salary. Yeah. So and by the way, your kids your kids gonna go to college. So even though he's a clinger, he's gonna probably move well, out. You know, if I if I'm still working on things by then, maybe he can help me. <laughs> yeah. My advice to you is to enjoy the journey. I know it feels like a lot, and you know. But I mean, we we don't have a lot of time on this rock anyway. You know what I'm saying? So you know, uh, while we're here, uh, if you have a lot of things to do, that's great. And it sounds like they're positive and great things. Also, you know what I mean? It sounds like it's something that that you're into. And also having a 16 year old son, you know, I I hope my son when he is 16 is a stage four clinger yeah. and wants to hang out with me, dude. And, you know, also, I just think in terms of your wife and your child, again, I do know nothing about this because I have neither. But it seems to me um, people love experiences. So planning a, a beautiful romantic night with your wife, she'll appreciate planning, going to see a cool movie with your son, things that things that aren't just like, oh, let's, you know, and not to not to diss, hey, let's sit on the couch and watch this movie, too. But making sure that that stuff's like in the schedule, I think will will make them both feel um, not neglected. Absolutely. That's a great idea. Thank you. All right. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Donald, are you going to say you're welcome? Well, I already did in the beginning when I... When I when well, I no. Well, now we've given him lots of advice. Oh, okay. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Again. Thank you. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's the show. Um, Dave, thank you so much for coming on. Um, 
And um, what's happening next, Joelle? We're gonna we, we're gonna do another episode, and um, we have some surprise guests coming on soon that Joelle has coordinated. One of them, Donald, doesn't even know about. We want you to be patient with us too. Zach's away working right now. He's got a bunch of things back to back and stuff. So, but also maybe maybe subconsciously we're trying to drag it out since we're moving so darn fast. Didn't we figure out what we were? Although did we I talk I, about yeah, yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. We talked about doing movies we love. And also movies that aren't that well-known that we right. love, like Yentl. Like Yentl! <laughs> and then we talked about getting a guest who won't, won't necessarily be the star. Like, we're not going to get Barbara Streisand, but we might get Maddie Patinkin. We might Papa, get... can you hear me? Yeah, we might, we might for... Uh, we, we talked about getting... What's the name of that actor from Beverly Hills Cop? The one that played Victor Maitland or Bogomil? Oh, I'd love to get Victor Maitland. <laughs> Victor Maitland may have passed. He was quite old when the movie was made. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right. I learned. Oh, I learned so much, dude. I learned so much about the gentleman who plays General Veers from The Empire Strikes Back and how many of some of the movies that I've loved uh, the bad guy in he was the fucking bad guy and had no idea. Did you know that General Veers from The Empire Strikes Back is the dude that freaking goes with Indiana Jones on The Last Crusade that chooses poorly? Did you know that was what? the same what? dude? It's the exact, not... Did you know that General Veers from The Empire Strikes Back is also the same dude from The Game of Thrones, the guy with the white hair that was <gasps> the hunched over old man? That's General Veers from what? The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, man. General Veers had, I don't, you know, I'm doing him a disservice by calling him General Veers. That's like all these fuckers out there that be like, yo, Turk from Scrubs was in Clueless. Yo, Turk from Scrubs. Yo, did you know that Turk from Scrubs played fucking Booster Gold? Did you know that? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. We love you all. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.